Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Tiger's Talk Rugby. Before we get started, if you are on Facebook or YouTube, we are on other podcasting platforms. We are on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. So with that, welcome to Tiger's Talk Rugby. I'm Ethan Richards. I'm Becca Rice. And as usual, CJ Bakel. So today we have a kind of weird episode for you guys. We've got a bunch of members from the uh, Clemson rugby team. So with me at my humble abode, we got Vance Beasley right beside me. We've got President uh, Maxwell Paz. We have Michael Jasinski, who I think you're what, a fourth or fifth year player now? Fifth year. Fifth year. And then Jack Desmond. Awesome, awesome. So uh, we're going we're gonna to be doing some superlatives for the Clemson rugby team. Uh, that's why we've got ourselves a whole host of Clemson rugby people. We thought this would be a lot of fun. So uh, let's get started. So the first superlative goes to the person who is most likely to dance in a Beyonce music video. Vance, Vance. <laughs> we got some immediate Vance's. <laughs> so, Mike, yeah, I mean, what, what would be your uh, reasoning behind Vance? Do you have any stories? Um, anytime we have a dance off with another team, we always choose Vance. So, I'm known to boogie. I mean, not gonna lie, we are undefeated against Life University when it comes to uh, dance offs. That is true. Yeah, I, I've heard that uh, they didn't even set a contestant up to battle you, Vance. <laughs> well, they don't want the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, at our car wash, we were trying to get as many people as possible and dance. Our Vance was out there with the sign, just dancing in front of all the cars on the highway. That was hilarious. <laughs> money for the club that day, boys. Yeah, we did make a lot of money <laughs> for <did>. the club. <laughs> all thanks to Vance's dancing. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, it seems like we got a unanimous Vance vote here, so I'm going to go ahead and put that one down. That was probably the easiest one. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, the next one goes to the player on the team who has the best hair. Okay, so, obviously, obviously oh, we've got a Dawson. couple. Oh, Dossie. Hey, yep, that's the name I was expecting to hear. Uh, Any, Kentucky, anybody waterfall? Kentucky Waterfall. Oh, Kentucky Waterfall, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your mullet is laughing. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, I Hunter was highlighted, uh, it's CRCs for having top three best hair in the tournament. So I, I think that one goes to Honor. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I he, with that. he even got represented on like ESPN, like on TV, like, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Kentucky Waterfall Hunter Dossie. Didn't ESPN tweet um, his hair or the top three haircuts from that weekend? Yeah. I think it was top three. He was there. I think so. Yeah, we need, to, we need to find that clip and post it. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Do some research later. Yeah, so uh, we got a little bit of a controversial one for this next one. Obviously, we've how got a this, couple. For the people who are watching on YouTube or Facebook, that, uh, Max, let's see some of that hair right now. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. We got... <laughs> oh, got a nice little molly going. It was, it was a little bit shorter on the sides cleaner up top a couple months ago when i got it but just letting it grow out right now well, trying to get it to a uh, full get length. clean up before the season yeah 
It's a good one. Uh, so we've got a little bit of a controversial one for the next one. Obviously, we have an interested party pairing in this uh, uh, in, in this interview or in this superlative selection. Uh, bromance that's most likely to end in a marriage. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> See, so, okay. This has got like a lot of contenders because you could say like Reed Brandt, Harry Robinson. You could do. Uh, We've got our own know, Max and Mike Jack and here at some point in time. Yeah. Here, boys. I'm going with uh, Cade Weston and Brian Waterston. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's an underdog set. Why? Why do you? Why are you picking them? Like uh, when they're when they're around each other, it's just electric. You know the. The, the love, the, the camaraderie is palpable. You can the feel intimacy. it in the air. The intimacy lights up the room. It's honestly <laughs> crazy. The only thing is, I don't, know, I don't know if Brian can cook. I know Cade can't cook or clean. That is a bit of a hindrance. So marriage Those... might be a little tough for them. They might need a thruple with like Harry or something. <laughs> I'd say Tom for the thruple. <laughs> I think the obvious elephant I in the room. Maybe Kate and Harry. Kate and, and Harry. I mean, they do live yeah, together. Yeah, I think they just they complement each other well. Yeah. <laughs> can't forget about the, the Philadelphia boys, though. We can't forget about the Maxwell Paz and Jack Desmond. <laughs> you guys, That's Jack. True. You, uh, how is uh, your relationship with Max right now? You guys have maybe been away for a little bit. Well, it's definitely been definitely been a while, but we we do get along well, and I'm I am looking forward to seeing him when I get back to Clemson soon. But uh, marriage is not in the picture anytime soon, I would say. Mm. <laughs> Maybe a couple oh. years down the road. Who would be the one to propose about. between you two? Me, for Me. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Decision maker. Ah, okay, okay. So. I, it's looking like there's a little bit of rocky steps here, so maybe, maybe this isn't our option. <laughs> love wins. Love wins. Love wins. Love always wins out. So, so who, who are we finalizing? What's the pick? Honestly, the the sleeper pick of Cade and Harry might win it. Oh, hold on, hold on. What about Chris and Tom? Oh, that's another one, Christian Tom. Okay. See, the thing, the two of them also have that like little like married couple bickering. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. It's, and they live together already. Yeah. True. Hmm. I mean, before I moved into my new house in Clemson, I was staying with Chris and Tom, and they definitely act like a married couple. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so is that is that what we're finalizing? We taking that last one is Chris Alric and uh, Tom Goodall. Yeah, sounds so. like it. it. All righty, I'll, I'll type, type that one out. So next on the plate, we have most likely to survive the Hunger Games. It's a tough one. This is tough. I feel like I know we got barrier a... mic would do fine. <laughs> no, yeah. my pick was uh, is Navy J. He's so no. resourceful. <laughs> that man could turn anything into like a useful tool. He'd probably like chill up in a tree, you know, camo on, ghillie suit, just chilling, you know, not even like caring and just waiting for everybody else to eliminate themselves. Mm -hmm. 
he'd be like, there'd be like one person left and he's been hiding the whole time. He just comes up behind him, just whispers in their ear. The best thing is dominating another man on and off. (laughs) (laughs) Right before he wins. (laughs) Oh, I can picture him up there just like, like with his uh, flask and a sig, just like sitting in the tree, just like watching the show while it's going down. Gets to the last man, and he's just ready to just take it out and win the games. It's like, I'm ready to dominate this man. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. And EVJ is a pretty good pick for that one. Well, yeah. Yeah. She went. I mean, Mike, you did live with him sort of for a little bit. Would you uh, – do you have any – I would say if there's guns, he would win. <laughs> if it's swords and stuff and it's based off – athletic capabilities I would pick someone else. Mm. Ooh, who who else would you put in that running? I don't know. If there's like no guns and it's just swords, I'd pick like Jack or Chris or Dossie. Chris, Chris is definitely more resourceful than I am. I my but money would be with either Chris or Navy. I think I think the if it's just like the Hunger Games, it's whoever's the most athletic is gonna win. And maybe one of the bigger guys like Harry or Reed, but yeah, maybe Reed. But if there's guns, Navy's going to win, no question. All righty. Well, uh, I think I think m- more people have agreed on Navy J. Uh, and and I would say that based off of understanding of of how it, the Hunger Games functions in the books and whatnot, I think uh, there would be enough additional elements to where he would be probably fine and, and work out. So I, I think we're going to stick with Navy J on this one. So next, who on the team is the biggest drama king? It's going to be controversial here. Out, with people <laughs> outside the team, it's definitely Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Grant Worston. But within the team, I don't know, I, we don't have that much drama. I think within the team who has the most drama with people going around might be you, Mike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this also includes, like, getting the biggest hothead at, at practice and, and, and whatnot okay. as well. So, because that, that's stirring up stuff on the field. Mm. I think the spiciest practice boy is definitely Harry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mr. Robinson. Yeah. I'm going to say starting stuff with the opposing team, it's Jack. The biggest agitator. That one time against, was it Navy, the Naval Academy, where we got into a little scuffle and you just screamed, hit me! <laughs> What was going through your head? I don't want to fight. I know those Navy boys don't want to fight. And, you know, I knew Harry was right behind me and Harry's ready to go. And I got Harry against any of those Navy guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> calling out the Naval Academy. Like, oh, so, so what, what do we, what are we thinking? I think Harry. Harry? Yeah, I, I second I that. Harry. Yeah, I can see Harry. A lot of drama. 
Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So we're picking Harry Robinson for that one. So next on the list is the most likely to be late to their own funeral. So, um, I'm just going to come out and say that I live with Jack Desmond and he is not a big fan of being on time to about anything. <laughs> Someone who had to drive him to practice multiple times. I second that. <laughs> oh. Oh. Michael Jasinski has also had to drive him to practice. I would say actually it's a two part answer. It's, Grant Weston, who then taught Trey Reed to just be super late to everything. The master and the student type of deal. <laughs> oh, I like it. Trey was definitely on my mind when I was thinking about this one. Trey was? Uh, yeah, he's had some last-second calls. The game's in 20 minutes. Where are you? you know? <laughs> yeah, multiple times. Ooh. Where was it where we were going where uh, I think it was Brooke had to go to his house and, like, wake him up? I think that was before our Navy home game. Or it was, it was before game. one of our home games. Yeah. Uh, Brooke so. and our buddy Josh Rogers had to go and bang on his door for him to get up. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And so this is, this is Trey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So it sounds like he, he really is the one who's going to be late to his own funeral. Yeah, All righty. So we'll, we'll put Trey down for that one. All righty. Next we got most likely to become a stay-at-home dad. Okay. So Max is currently in a wingback recliner rocker so i'm gonna put him immediately <laughs> otherwise stay at home dad yeah we, we got a lot of thinking faces on screen yeah. for those who are uh just audio listeners hmm. <laughs> any big call outs any big what's the first one that comes to you guys' mind Dave. Kate has those fatherly qualities, you know, and yeah. I think he would be good t- staying home, you know, raising children, maybe not take care of the house, take care of the house, yeah. Yeah. go outside but, and play with the kids for nothing else. For breakfast, lunch, and dinner, okay, <laughs> <laughs> It would all just be like microwaved packs or whatever for the family. Going to raisin canes, guys. A lot of TV dinners. <laughs> yeah, a lot of TV dinners. It's uh, any any other big big boats in. Well, if it was between uh, Chris and Tom, Tom. <laughs> I think Tom would be bored to stay home guy in that relationship. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, so so we want to go with Cade. We want to go with Tom here. I'm thinking Cade. I'm thinking, yeah, let's go with Cade. Cade. Alrighty, Cade Weston, the, the most likely to become stay-at-home dad. So, finally and last superlative on the list, we have most likely to become a billionaire and then go broke. <laughs> so they end up hitting it big, whether it be from lottery or or some quality job work, and then spend it all up, or some gambling. Ooh, it could be gambling. Ooh, I mean, true. We, we did take a trip to Vegas last year, and 
a couple of the guys, a couple of guys on the team definitely enjoy gambling. <laughs> Former player Michael Krupp. <laughs> so, so who are you thinking? Who do you think is going to be most likely to be a billionaire and then go broke? Um, before I get accused of being a big gambler, I want to say that I think it might be Mike. I've seen him put some bad money on some, some games I don't think are going to hit. So. I would never. <laughs> we like to let it ride, you know. Yeah, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a competition problem. <laughs> okay, Michael Jordan. <laughs> I think Dossie's the one that would has the potential to make the most money. But I think you'd be smart with it. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna make a billion dollars, so I think Max. Max would make a bunch of money and then find himself in some uh unsavory antics and it'd all be gone. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is what it is, you know. He's not denying it. He's not <laughs> denying it. As long as you enjoy yourself while you're losing it. Exactly. <laughs> You know, life's not about the money, so. Good point, good point. It's a little hard to go home. I know I'd be the one who'd uh, get that money and be like, all right, uh, what are all the trips I'm planning for the next two years? Which countries am I going to? <laughs> so. What would be the first thing that you guys would uh, buy with a million or billion dollars? A billion and a million, that's a very, very large difference. Yeah, it's a big All right, we'll, we'll stick since the question asks millionaire. We'll stick with millionaire. What would you buy with a million dollars? A B or an M? M, an M, 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 M. Million. Million, okay. Hmm. Probably some groceries. Finally, <laughs> 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 I get to buy something friends. other than ramen. <laughs> Um, probably a boat. Yep. A boat? Yeah. Big boat. Put yeah, it on the, on the ocean or like on a lake, like Hartwell? Or? Oh, probably on Hartwell. Yeah. Be, nice lake get, get one of those double-deckers with a slide, you know? Pontoons. Ooh, thing? Uh, yeah, that's a thing. Oh, Lord. Vance <laughs> <laughs> might change his answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, actually, I know. I'd spend it on a much bigger dock. <laughs> triple the size of my dock. Sweet. Yeah, I think I might have to just buy a house or go with some property. You know, that's a safe investment. We got some responsible money spenders here. <laughs> I definitely. Dude, buy I it. wouldn't lose the billion dollars. <laughs> million dollars, after all. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. Invest it all Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin. I heard it's taken a hit recently, and it's not quite as uh, beautiful money making as it used to be. It's so, time to buy. That's true. It is. That is time to buy. Because who knows? Buyer's market out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Disclaimer, any and all financial advice on this podcast is not valid. Do not use this as your basis. Don't come to a bunch of rugby players for financial advice. Unless they're business people as well. Water on the county. You can go. So, so 
uh, with that, let's let's pick a final name. Who would who would be the most likely to become a millionaire and then then go broke with it? I'm sticking with Max. Sticking with Max. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Max as well. <laughs> oh. oh, that's two, man. I guess yeah, I'll say myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable putting that on Max. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stick that one on Max. Spend it if you got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. So that's all the superlatives we got today. Um, I'd like to uh, thank all you guys for coming on and joining us. Uh, any, any last words, any, any final calls for any of the superlatives? So. More financial advice. Save <laughs> <laughs> your chat a little better. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to run through the superlatives one last time. So we got most likely to, uh, dance in a Beyonce music video. We have Vance, our very own. Uh, giving us a little show right now for all the audio <laughs> listeners. Um, we have best hair on the team. We have Hunter Dossie. We have a uh, bromance that's most likely to end in marriage. We have Chris and Tom. Then we have most likely to survive in the Hunger Games, we have Navy J. We have uh, biggest drama king. We have Harry Robinson. We have most likely to be late to their own funeral. We have Trey. We have most likely to become a stay-at-home dad. We have Cade. And then we have most likely to become a billionaire and then go broke. We have Max. So thank you uh, for sticking around and joining us. And any, any final words from the players about what may or may not come from the season after this COVID scenario? Just open to get after it once we can, you know. I think everybody's real hungry and uh, ready to be ready to be playing rugby again, whenever we can. Yeah, I mean, Jack pretty much said it all right there. I'm yeah, still in the same way. Maybe. Yeah, some some good words. I'm excited to see you guys uh, on the field again. Hopefully sooner rather than later. So. Once again, thank you all for joining us. Uh, CJ? Go watch some rugby. Absolutely. <laughs>